Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey, moneymakers. Welcome back to another episode of Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare. And today I have, oh my gosh, an instant friend, or I guess an Insta friend, (laughs) coming on the podcast today. Welcome to the podcast, Christina. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I'm so fucking stoked to be here. (laughs) I'm so fucking stoked to have you here. Like, seriously. (laughs) We tried to get together a couple of weeks ago and I just thought Christina lived in Louisville and was just going to be like sitting in our cool studio. So if this sound is a little bit different than the episodes, it's because we are on Zoom and we are just rocking it out and having the best time with our cute backdrops, by the way. I love what's behind you right now. It's like dried florals, maybe? Thank you. Yes. I had an entire wall built in. (laughs) Isn't that so insane? Oh yeah, my I had goodness. A, yeah, an entire I was like, if I'm gonna be on Zoom, like after the pandemic all the time, I was like, I'm gonna make it look cute. <laughs> you got to. We are both very like aesthetic minded bitches. Like we get it, you know? So, yes. <laughs> yeah. You had just complimented my like money rug behind me as well. And I was like, Mm-mm-mm, we can get you one. <laughs> yes, I need it. I need it in my life. Like maybe that needs to go on top of the wall or something. <laughs> Ooh, maybe some like little, I don't know, some hidden money signs, like hidden Mickey's or something. Like, Ooh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just a little manifestation moment, you know? <laughs> yes. Hide money everywhere. You'll see it everywhere you go. <laughs> Well, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast. So like I said, Christina is the first person I've had on the podcast that I haven't met in person. And I literally opened up my screen today on Zoom and she was like, oh my God. And we just already had this great energy. So I know that from watching all of her amazing, amazing content on social media that I already loved her. She told me she is just as big of a fan and it just the love was mutual immediately. So this is just going to be such a great chat. (laughs) All right. So Christina, why don't we get into what is your business? Tell them all about it. Elixir Media. Like, ooh, I just love the name. Please tell me why you named it that. And just tell me like what you do and who who can hire you? Who's your lady that you want to attract? Yeah. So we work with women entrepreneurs who are just badass at what they do. They normally push the boundaries on what it means to be in their industry and just have a true love for you know working with other women and helping serve them in some way and bringing joy to their life. We've been in business for about 6 years now, which is absolutely fucking crazy to, to say out loud. Like, we've made it. Mama, we made it. <laughs> and yeah, we... So we're a social agency. So we have kind of like a half and half business. 50% of our business is helping women entrepreneurs create joy and have fun with their marketing. And at the same time, like just be so incredibly knowledgeable about strategy and different ways to do things so that they have basically like a buffet of knowledge that they can choose from depending on how the fuck they feel in the moment. 
right? So that's 50% of our business. And the other 50% is all about short form video. It's all reels and TikToks all day long. So for those women who are just like, ugh, you know, when we get into this, we think we're going to be doing this one thing. We're going to be helping people in this exact way. And then we get in and we're like, holy shit, I've got so many different hats to wear. Like most women I find when they went into business didn't know that they'd have to be marketers, right? But it's such a huge piece of bringing in new business. And sometimes when when we have these shifts, you know, like with the way that video has come in and taken us by storm, we don't really want to do it alone. You know, there's so many parts about business that can feel so lonely. And so we come in and we help women through that, whether that looks like, you know, meeting monthly and, you know, my team is creating the reels and all they have to shoot it is do a shoot it. And then we film it, we write it. I'm sorry, we don't film it, but we write their stuff, we edit it, turn it back over to them. Or we also do like a VIP service where our clients fly us all over the world. We meet them in some beautiful location and we shoot reels and TikToks for like two days straight. And all they got to do is show up. I'm obsessed with your retreats that you've been showing on social media. I was like, I'm going on one. It's happening. <laughs> well, we have one spot left for Morocco, girl. Oh, <laughs> all right. Wait, when's Morocco? I'm so excited. Morocco is in mid-January. I believe the dates are like, oh God, something like the 19th to the 24th, but it's going to be fucking amazing. Our retreats are... are I that they're a marketing slash restoration retreat because mm. I want it to be a vacation. You know what I mean? Like I want it to, I want us to learn. Yes. And I want us to rest because God knows, I don't know a single fucking person who owns a business that doesn't need some downtime. Girl, and preach it, preach it to the world. All of you listening know how much downtime you really, really need and you're not taking it. I know you're not. <laughs> no, we, we never take enough, right? And and because like we're hardwired this way and because society has told us that if we want the dream, then we've got to hustle for it. And I think one thing I love like that you and I share is this belief that like, you know, no, it's it's the work is really up here, right? The work is really in your thoughts and in your mindset and in your beliefs and in, and, you know, rewriting kind of these contracts that we signed unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Yeah. And so with our retreats, it's really like, okay, we talk strategy in the morning, you know, we workshop through things. And then we have, I always have private chefs because why the fuck not? You Ooh, know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and of course, like the traditional Riyadh that I've booked is so fucking beautiful. So fucking beautiful. And then we do like a half day making reels with everyone. It's really just like, it's all about sisterhood. It's all about working like real strategy, especially going into the new year and about rest, about putting yourself first, really. I'm obsessed with every word that just came out of your mouth. Like, you're so right. And it's such a good time to reset. I do love a new year. I'm not a big like resolutions person necessarily, but I, I am a reflector. I do love to look back and to see how far I've come and to have that really you know, active gratitude around my journey. And the further I get into it, the more present that I am in that moment and how happy I am with like how far I've come. And you need that, especially at the beginning of a new year. I will have to tell you that I am such a Disney girl. Like Epcot is my jam and literally Morocco is my favorite out of all of those. So the fact that you just said that is glorious and amazing. And 
truly, I'm going to like look into it and see if I can make it work out because I think I should go to Morocco with you. Like 100% that should happen. Oh my God. I would die. <laughs> I would die. Girl, we're going to be riding on camels. It's going to oh be so good. fucking good. Oh my God. Yes. I love this. Well, we have a lot in common, especially like you said, like with really taking it back to the mindset. And I think at the beginning of my entrepreneur journey, which I've owned businesses for the past 13 years, and I was 20 when I started, she's giving me the snaps. I love the snaps. I'm a big snapper. So give them all to me, Christina. (laughs) But I started when I was 20 years old and there was a literal decade where I did not put my mindset first, where I heard those things. And I was like, no, that's not for me. I just have to burn myself out, run myself into the ground to work harder and harder and harder because that's what we've been sold here in America of like how you get ahead. And now my energy has shifted. My mind has shifted. So much has shifted And I think honestly, since I turned 30, which was like right before the pandemic. So I turned 30 and I lost my grandmother, which was really devastating for me. And it was one of those things where I just knew that this big shift in my life, like I was like, I got to stop fucking around. Like I'm not 20 anymore. You know what I mean? And I'm like a decade into this and I'm still struggling. My accounts are still overdrafting. Like how do I get out of this negative cycle that I'm in? And truly, it wasn't about the numbers on the page as much as it was about how I was thinking about them and how I was thinking that every time I had an overdrafted account or every time that I couldn't make a payment, the literal second that an invoice came in to me, uh, like I was the one wrong. And I just kept getting more and more negative in that cycle that I was in. And really, it affected me so much more that I couldn't even address the simple things. And I couldn't even make that step by myself to remove and I guess really break kind of like Daenerys, like I break the wheel, you know, like, let's break the wheel, break the negative cycle and really get into our thoughts and say, I am not my business. My business is not me. I'm a human being. My business is engaging and challenging and I love it. And it's, but truly it's a beautiful like puzzle that I solve every day. It's a beautiful like Rubik's cube. (laughs) It's kind of how I look at it now. And I'm like, every day I make a little shift on it. And that's important, but that is not who I am. And the things that I do in my business are not my thoughts or not my energy. Like they weren't connecting with one another. And I was just literally sitting in this world of just pure negativity. And so I was like, how am I going to get out of this shit? Like, I don't even know how. So I luckily had a beautiful, amazing surrounding community of women entrepreneurs that I had built over the past 10 years. And I had Melissa, my money mindset coach, who is on the podcast often. You all love her mini-sodes. But she and I finally saw each other at like a business event. And I said, Melissa, I need you. I need a hand. I need somebody to hold my hand and to help me through this negative emotion and get me to somewhere I thought it was only negative and positive. And I was like, oh yeah, there's a whole middle (laughs) that's like neutral. And once I got to that neutral place, I could finally get to the positive place, but I couldn't jump from negative to positive. And I wasn't allowing myself enough time to really consider how much that was affecting my life. It affected my life in every area. And I see so many women entrepreneurs that come to me that are like, I can literally see the weight of the world on their shoulders. 
I can see it in their posture and in their frown, you know, and I'm like, I want to see it in, in your body language that you're happy and enjoying your life. Like we have this one life. Like, why are we like really just weighing ourselves down with this business? And I'm like, listen, I love my business. I have had six over the past 13 years. I'm obsessed. I'm going to be an entrepreneur my whole life. So I'm going to have multiple more in the future. And I can't be literally the same person as a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) Like those things need to be different. I needed to shift that. And finally, I found someone to hold my hand to help me out of that. And it sounds like from what you've communicated with me about your money story, that there was a lot of that energy kind of around the pandemic as well. Like, tell me a little bit, like, what happened since you've been in business six years? I've had my other business, the new black for seven and a half. So my little black dresses, like nobody's going out. Nobody's doing shit. Like (laughs) we shifted to loungewear. We made tens of thousands of masks at this point, like everything changed. So what changed for you and what helped you change your mindset to get to where we are today? Yeah. So do you mean specifically around the pandemic or just... Or honestly, Um, maybe it's like, where did you start to shift your money mindset? Where did that start for you? Oh yeah, that's that's very clear. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very (laughs) defining moment for me. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm like, I don't have to think about that. So I was, I was coming up on my third year in business. And at this point I was on my own. It was, you know, solopreneur. I was a full service management agency of one. So, you know, pretty much people who don't want to run their Instagram or Facebook accounts, they would come to me and I would run it for them head to toe. And if I'm being completely honest, I, I got pregnant unexpectedly and that had my entire world crashing down. It felt like I, I went into the first depression of my life. I was literally on the ground, like could not get up off the ground and was just watching my business, you know, crumble around me. And the realization for the first time hit me of like, oh, if I'm not well, like the business will fall, right? It'll, it'll come to an end. And actually the day that I found out I was pregnant, I was, I was close to closing my doors that, that very same day. And I talked to my husband about it and I just was like, you know, this isn't working. You know, I, I can't make more for some reason. I can't make more than 45 K a year, which of course was just enough of what I needed to pay the bills. Right. That's like a money thought right there. And I just was like, this is, this is crazy, right? I was working, you know, sun up to sundown, you know, a lot of times way after sundown, you know, 365 days a year and I'm making 45 K. And I was like, I'm too fucking smart for this. You know, in my, I like to say my previous life in my previous life before entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, I used to flip businesses. So like for, for big companies like botanical gardens, I mean, even for Michael Kors, I would come in and I would go into underperforming stores and I would flip them into top performing stores in the country within three fucking weeks. Right. So I'm coming from that to this and I'm like, this is bullshit. I I quit. I'm going back to corporate. You know, the dropout life ain't for me. (laughs) And it sounds like you have all this experience of like, you can flip this around and turn this around, but you weren't using it for yourself, right? Oh, yeah. And and the difference is because with, for other people, like they already had the mindset piece, right? I'm doing it for their business. So it, it didn't require that in my own. So I was kind of going through the steps that I knew I needed to take and it wasn't working. And so I was like, all right, I saw this retreat. 
right? This is why I love retreats. I saw this retreat from this woman. I had no idea who she was. I saw her like, you know, two weeks ago on Instagram and it was, yeah. And I, and I talked to my husband and I said, you know, I have, I have just enough money in my savings account. It's supposed to be my tax money, but I've got enough tax money in my savings account that I could go to this. And he is just the best support. He was like, go do it, whatever you need to do. And I was like, okay, this is like my last chance. Basically, I'm going to go to this. I'm going to give it one last try. And if by the end of the year, like I can't make more than 45, like I'm out. And so I went to this retreat and it completely changed my life because it was the first time that I had heard or even thought of money mindset. Right. And it was the also the first time for me that was key that I saw other women who were, who had very successful businesses who had kids. Like growing up, I didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any guideline for, for that. I didn't see a lot of examples for that. What I saw was when, when women had children, they became a mom and that was it, right? Like they very much lost their identity and, you know, they just were kind of, you know, taking stable jobs, but things like nurse, you know, nursing or admin, you know, they weren't owning businesses. So one conversation that we've had that I think is so important is like, you have to see it being done. Some people don't. Some people can just believe it. For me, I have to physically see other women doing it to know, fuck, I can be more as a right. mom. Like to me, before that, it was all about less, less time, less energy. Right. And and this was the first time I had seen, like, oh shit, these women are making millions and they have kids and they're present and they're involved in their life and they're still their own fucking person. Mm. Right. And they're so powerful. And and me just seeing that honestly is what shifted everything for me because suddenly I believed it was possible. Not even believed, like I knew for a fact it was possible. And I'm that type of person that I'm like, if I can see her do it, oh, I can fucking do it. No problem. (laughs) I'm literally so similar, Christina. And even just you talking about this, I'm on my pregnancy journey. I am not pregnant yet, but I am working towards that. And I used to say like, I'm struggling to get pregnant. And then I went to, we're trying to get pregnant. And now I'm at a place where, I mean, I'm in therapy and I have beautiful humans around me that can communicate with me openly about this motherhood journey that I'm on. And basically they're like, okay, so speak to your, like, I really didn't notice that I was nesting so much. I am really preparing to to have a child. And like, even at the beginning of this year, I went on a seven week, I'm, I call it retreats because I usually am working. So it's not a full vacation, but it is like a creative space where I spend a lot of time alone to actually like process the previous year. And I really needed that in 2021 so bad because 2020 was obviously crazy for everyone. And then in 2022, I went away. I drove across the country to LA. I stayed there for a month. And then I brought Adrian, who is my COO of my business out. And we celebrated her first anniversary, second anniversary, and third anniversary (laughs) with the business like all together. And then went to Disneyland and went to Vegas. And we drove back. And it was just... I never quite took as much time as I needed. So I've been... Even that, even spending those seven weeks away from physically being in my business, I was like, oh, I'm actually preparing you guys for a maternity leave, you know, and I've planned to have a longer one than that. So, but I proved it to myself that my business can run 
physically without me in this space multiple times. And I have that belief like that I have trained a beautiful, amazing staff. They are the best. I'm obsessed with them. And it's just like one of those things where I've had to shift from struggling to trying to just truly like I'm in a nesting phase and accepting that when I become a mother, I will be able, like you're saying, to be present and to make millions and to be, you know, be every part of me that I want to be and to also show my future child that this is possible as well. And giving myself this time of thinking of it as struggling or trying or whatever felt very negative. But then when I go into look at how ready I'm going to be for this, because I'm like at the opposite end of what you're saying, like, I've like, wanted this for so long and it hasn't happened where you were thrust into it and you had to figure it out. I have this time and space. I need to accept that this is what's meant for me and what's meant for my business to make sure that I can truly have every part of it and be present in every part of it as well. So I just think that that's beautiful. And I totally agree. You got to see it sometimes, you know, you just got to see it. And just to hear you say these things right now, you have just helped me see it. And like helped me understand and helped me believe in my bones, you know, in my heart and my soul and my bones. Like I got goosebumps when you were talking because I just, I am on this journey and it is so overwhelming as well as being overwhelming, you know, and I'm just beautifully overwhelmed is the way I describe my life. And I love it. And I've set it up this way because I love being beautifully overwhelmed. And that might I not love be, that. Thank you. And it might not be, I'm not physically overwhelmed and I don't work myself to death or anything crazy anymore. But once I learned that burnout can take two to three years to get over, I was like, dude, I cannot do that again. Because I hit that at 30. I was like, that burnout, it's serious. And I need this time to take care of myself, like you're saying, like to take care of myself to go on retreats, maybe to the one to Morocco. And I'm obsessed with the fact that you run them. And I'm just like, no matter what, I'm going on one in the future. (laughs) But like, it just, it shows me so much of what's possible just by knowing you. And I just, I'm just so fortunate to have you in my life and to say those words exactly when I needed to hear them. So just thank you. That's all. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I feel so like, ah, so cool. If you've listened to the podcast before, you probably heard me mention how I recently was able to start providing health insurance to my long-term love of an employee, Adrian, my COO. (laughs) This was a first for me, and I couldn't have done it without the help of Gusto. Thank you so much, Gusto. This is an easy-to-use human resources platform that makes growing your business a breeze. No matter the size or stage of your business, Gusto puts the tools you need to hire, pay, and manage your team all at your fingertips. Whether you're hiring your first employee or looking to raise productivity amongst your team, Gusto has a plan for your small business. Head on over to our show notes for our affiliate link to unlock your team's potential today. Let me know if you use our link because I'll happily personally walk you through starting on Gusto and running your very first payroll. Because if you use our link, you get a $100 Visa gift card and Gusto provides me a little kickback too, so I can help you for free. Let me know when you're ready to get started with Gusto.
Well, let's talk a little bit about one of your biggest money moments that happened recently. So I saw it on Instagram months ago that you had a $90,000 month. And at first, oh my gosh, girl, one, congratulations. Yes, Um, thank you. Glorious, amazing, like just inspiring, just all the things. And literally one of those months was also one of my best months of my current year. And I was like, oh my God, we're doing so good. We're doing so good. And then initially, and I was wrong for doing this. Initially, I saw yours like the same day that I had had my best time or whatever. So again, just the universe, you know, helping us through. (laughs) But I originally saw your 90,000 and I had maybe hit close to 30, but it wasn't you know, it's still great. I'm still very proud of it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Like it's still amazing, but I'm like, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, you guys, I do spend that 30, like pretty fast too. Like there's a lot of expenses here, but you know, yeah. just saying there's so much there and I shouldn't even downplay that. That was rude to myself. Like, yeah, bitch 30 fucking great. So yeah. I saw your 90 the same day and I was like, oh, okay. I just felt something. And I was like super jealous at first. And I don't get like, I don't have those feelings as much anymore, but I used to, especially in, you know, when you're a teenager and you're not learning, you're just learning how to control your emotions and understand your responses and what you're feeling. And I was like, okay, Amanda, if you're feeling jealous, is that is that truly the word that you're feeling? Or did you just have your best month and then you saw somebody else have one that was higher at the exact same moment that you had your best one? And then you're like, you know what? Now I know that it is possible to have a $90,000 a month because Christina did. I know it's possible. I know it's it was it shifted immediately from that negativity of jealousy, which I used to feel so deeply like half my life ago to now just feeling so inspired and excited that because it happened and because you created it for yourself, that it's possible for me to create it for myself. So I just, first of all, congratulations. And thank you for that inspiring moment. But I want to hear like, how did that happen? And how did you feel about it when it did happen? Yeah. So first I want to say too, like, I just want to say that's amazing how fast you rebounded. Right. Like I think when I started to really work on my thoughts and my mindset, I I was under the impression that I would do the work and then these things just wouldn't happen anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was like unicorns and rainbows now. It still can happen, but if you can address it really quickly, like it was seconds for me, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's all about that rebound time. I think for me, a lot of times I've I tend to judge my thoughts and be like, oh, Christina, you've done all this work. You shouldn't be jealous anymore. And it's like, no, that's that's just a human reaction. It's it's about that rebound. And the fact that you were able to rebound within seconds and realize, you know, someone once told me a pleasure coach told me that jealousy is just unknown desires that we have. And uh, please repeat that. That is beautiful. Jealousy is just unknown desires that we have. And ever since I heard that, ever since I heard that, I love getting fucking jealous. I love it. As soon as I'm jealous, I'm not like, you know, I see, I don't know, see someone wearing something and I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I looked as good as her. And it's like, oh, no, wait, I can't. Let me look at where that skirt's from. You know, it's something so 
simple. So yeah, that's, that was a huge perspective change for me. And I, I love that you have that too. I love um, that for you. And I love that it came from a pleasure coach because, Oh fuck. Yes. Girl. Also like just pleasure in general is so incredibly important and women are not experiencing it as often as they should, could, would, you know, if they allowed yeah. themselves to. So just thank you for opening that. And recently I watched on Netflix, the principles of pleasure and it is the best show. You I need to, to watch, watch it. it. I need to watch it. I just, in the last, like, ple- I always identified with fun, not so much pleasure. Pleasure to me was just like, I don't know. It was very sexual and like, I'm a sexual person, but I I just never really connected the two in terms of like, I knew I wanted to have fun in all areas of my life. I didn't really understand that I, what I was after really was pleasure. Right. And so I think Mm -hmm. especially, especially for women business owners, this is so important. And it's why we center, like even our marketing coaching, even our reels creation, we center it around pleasure. Like my first question to you isn't like, well, tell me about the strategy you're doing now. It's like, what do you think is fun? What lights you the fuck up? Like, let's take that and then let's put strategy with it. So yeah, I forgot your original question you asked me. That's okay. I'm obsessed with that. It was a beautiful answer. And honestly, I just saw on Netflix as well, like Get Smart With Money. So like, there's this new show. I haven't even watched it yet. But I was like, I love that our culture is shifting the perspective of all these taboos that we grew up with into, no, it's okay. Because like, And I definitely agree with you, like pleasure can be sexual, but I literally think of pleasure and like you said, fun. I think of it as Mm -hmm. like joy. For me, joy, I like to sit in my joy. If I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying just the the rustle of the trees with the wind that's going by, because I'm such a fall bitch. I love, 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 love. Oh, (laughs) girl. It's like beginning of October. I'm so fucking excited. It's the best. (laughs) So I was like sitting on my porch the other day, my little front porch, and I live like in a downtown area and there's beautiful trees around us. And I was just listening to the rustling of the trees and drinking like a warm coffee. And I have set up my schedule to where it works best for me. So I didn't have to be into work at a certain time because I'm mostly like an afternoon girly. So I was like just sitting there in the pleasure, in the joy, in the fun of engaging all of my senses, you know, like engaging the way the breeze felt on my skin and the sound of the trees and the the view of this beautiful, like it wasn't a sunrise, but you know, like the beautiful sun coming through the trees and the taste of my coffee and the coziness of my sweater. And I really have found that when I allow myself to sit in those pleasurable moments, that gratitude comes so quickly. And if I can handle every sense that I have, like the taste, touch, smell, all of those, then I am so, it's so much easier for me to get to a place of mental openness and not meditation, I don't really meditate, but like, like openness and just the thoughts mm-hmm. that maybe wouldn't have come if your body was not feeling as good as it was feeling. So putting yourself in those, especially I'm sure at your retreats, like you said, all prioritizing the rest and what brings you joy and what's fun and what's pleasurable. Like, of course, that's when you're going to show up your best. You know what I mean? I feel like that helps you get there. And for me, it's just handling all my senses. But the first question we were talking about is like having this $90,000 day or month, sorry. (laughs) 
But I love that you said that about jealousy and pleasure. And and thank you for taking us on that journey because it is so fucking important. I can't even tell you. And that is a beautiful point to make. But yeah, like, yeah. how'd you make $90,000? Because we got to know. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, how did I make it? Um, well, how did you feel about when you made it is mostly what I'm after. Okay. But if you want to share how yeah. you made it, like, you know, you do you. Yeah. I mean, how we made it uh, is I'm like, I was about to say it's simple. It always is, isn't it? We, yeah, we, we just booked a fuck ton of reels, VIP reels clients. And those are like, you know, 50, starting at 5,500. So you, you get to at least 50 pretty quickly, 50 K. And then we, I signed a couple one-on-one clients and I charged 25 K per one-on-one. And I think, that was how we got there. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love um, when you have like a high priced item that like it's it's either because for me, it's like we sell like $5 stickers. So volume yeah. is incredibly important to my gift shop business. But volume and doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that it's not quality. Of course it is. But you're offering this like luxury or, you know, just this this VIP experience. And I think mm-hmm. anybody listening, recognizing when you're offering that VIP experience that you got to charge for that VIP experience and you got to pay for it too, because damn, it feels good to be a... Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's amazing yeah, that you had those building blocks to get you there like already set up. And was this in June, you said? Yeah. So we, we actually hit it in May. I celebrated it in June because here's the fucking funny thing, dude, is that like, I celebrated with my team because we're in person. So, you know, I come to the office, I'm like, Oh my God, we hit 90K celebrated. And then literally was like, Oh, we should celebrate this. Right. We were very proud of our celebrations. We do them online and we encourage like our audience to do the same. And I didn't post it. I sat on it for 30 days because I felt like it wasn't big enough. Yeah. It's, it took me until the fucking end of June. And I just literally, honestly, it was my team pushing me so much that they're just like, fuck you, we're proud, you know, share it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're right. No, this is, this is big, but yeah, you know, that's the thing that it's like, no matter what point you hit, you know, there's always going to be somebody that's doing 10 times. Right. And that, that can be such a beautiful thing if you let it inspire you. And it can also be the number one, like absolute fucking crusher of joy right? Yeah. Because I'm sitting here like, well, what's 90k when you know, I'm watching, you know, like my own coaches or people that I look up to make, you know, millions in, in 60 days. And it felt like, oh, well, this isn't big enough. You know, like people will think I'm small if I share this and, and all of these stupid fucking thoughts that we tell ourselves not stupid. Sorry. I I'm working you. on judging my thoughts. Be careful about your <laughs> but, judgment of your own yes, thoughts. But I feel yes, you I will say, unhelpful unhelpful Unhelpful. oh i like that so much more (laughs) that is an unhelpful thought (laughs) y'all yeah and so it was like you know we hit 90k and it was such a big deal for about maybe 48 hours and then after that it was like i was on such a high and then everything came crashing down with an immense amount of scarcity and and i've talk to several people who have, you know, hit this higher month than they ever thought was possible. And it's the exact same story every single time. We think that, oh, by making all of this money, all of our problems are going to be solved and we don't have to worry anymore. Right. But the stocks that came up right after, you know, I looked at that 90K, I was like, oh, 
how am I ever going to be able to do this again? Was this a fluke? Do I even belong in this space? Right? Fuck, do I even have the amount of support on my team to be able to hold this amount of clients right now? Right? And so what happened, and this is, I think, really cool, is that we had our highest month of 90K in May. And then we had our lowest month that we've had in over two years in June. I feel like there's always that like almost launch lull moment, you know, right after that big one. And it's so... I totally understand what you're saying. And we had our best sales day recently. That was $9,000 or right under that. And so I mm-hmm. was like, so of course, so incredibly excited. And and I almost, I, I'm almost having the opposite feeling in a way. And I know that in the online like space and the service business space that these large numbers are, I mean they're just out of control sometimes even yeah, in a cool way. Like it's so cool, but it's like, how is that even possible when you see it? And then when I said, you know, 9,000 in a day, I was almost nervous because I live in a product-based space so much in my own brain and in my own world, even though I do dabble for sure in like online space and obviously podcasting and in uh, we've opened wow media which I would love to talk to you about for product-based businesses so I feel like I really live in that product-based maker mindset and mm-hmm. most of the time like you're making the product and then selling it too so you're obviously creating this service and you have so much time and energy in that in your service but we think of it as like here's my little piece of artwork that I don't know how to value. I put mm. it out there into the world. I've made it. I've, you know, I I thought of it from this little, you know, this maybe it's a a pair of clay earrings or something. Like I've molded this from clay, like literally. <laughs> and here it is in the world. But when I share large numbers, I almost feel that I'm I'm the opposite. Like I'm like bragging too much in a way. And I also know that. I had to shift from I'm bragging to I can be an inspiration the way that others inspire me. So Mm -hmm. I had to shift immediately and I had to start sharing and I had to start saying those numbers out loud. Because when I do share them with other makers that are at, you know, a lower dollar, you know, revenue than I am right now, now they know it's possible. And I always felt like, should I share this? Because is it even enough? Like you said, like you're like, it's not even that much. Like I'm going to be viewed as like not as cool. But I almost felt like, you know, when you like hear of a band and then like you go see them and then they make it big and then you're like, oh, they're not the same. Like I almost felt like it was like that for me if I was to share my numbers. Like I was almost not going to be accepted by my community if I got too big. And I was like, well, that's silly because we're transparent about money all the time. And we saw 50 different artists in the store. Every dollar we get, we are trying to put more money in the wallets of women. So like every dollar I get goes somewhere amazing. And everybody wants to support this so that more money goes into more women's wallets. So like, why am I not sharing this? And it was because I almost felt the opposite that you felt, you know? Yeah. Yeah, to see that in two different like industries, I guess. It's so interesting. I I'm obsessed with with thoughts, right? Like the thoughts that I have, the thoughts that you have, like what comes up and where it it comes from. And 
you're right. It's just so interesting. And I think to a point, like this shit is hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's not hitting <laughs> us, like I, yeah, I just, I love, I'm so incredibly like intrigued by like the thoughts that I have, right. That come up about sharing my highest months versus like on the opposite end, right. Like your thoughts and, and everything in between. And, and the point is, is like, this shit is hard, right? It can be, and it can be hard when you're making nothing. And it can be, it honestly can be just as hard when you're making a lot of fucking money. And the key here is like that mindset piece, right? Like, like that doesn't change with money. It doesn't get any easier. It just becomes kind of bigger to be honest. Right. So it's like, we have a choice here. How do we want to feel? How do we want to experience life? How do we want to show up while we're going through the journey? Because the truth is, it's like, as soon as we hit a goal, we do another one. So we're always on the fucking journey, right? But we get to make that choice. And then we get to say, okay, I, you know, like this whole burnout, this like, you know, everything being hard, like this isn't the way I want to experience this. I want this to be, I want to come from a place of ease, right? Like I want to come from a place of feeling fully rested, of being excited, not scared. And then we, and then that's like where the real work happens. I totally agree with you, Christina. For me, the word that keeps coming up and I have like literally always been obsessed with like a single word at a time. It feels like all my previous collections have always been named something. One was called unstoppable. One was powerful. One was warrior, just like all different. I love all those words. They're so good, right? But that's like how I was truly feeling in that in those moments. And I kept having to basically, every time I would launch a new collection, I would then go into this like creative hole that I like dug for myself. And I was like, now I have to dig myself out of this bigger hole because I'm getting you know, bigger and more people know about me. And now I have to make more clothes and I have to have a better idea. And like, it's like a hamster wheel, you know? And so where I come from now within my woman-owned wallet business is around impact. How much impact can I provide? And will I provide my best impact if I show up physically today because I'm really tired or because my energy's not there or like anything that's not feeling right? Like I no longer make decisions when I'm in a desperate place. I no longer make decisions when I'm not feeling right. It's so important. It changed my life so much to say, like you said before, like taking care of myself, my business, truly this vision, this creativity that I can put out into the world that is my favorite thing to do, this this connection that I want to create with so many women, I can only do when I'm at my most impactful like moments. So I don't think of it as like feeling bad about me taking time for myself or me showing up, you know, later in the day than my other staff members or anything like that, because I know that my impact is the most important thing that I can provide. And they are totally competent and ready and loving and interested and engaged with the idea of maintaining this vision and making sure that when I arrive, that the impact is possible. So even within our culture of our our company, and it sounds like in your company culture, like mental health days are super important, making sure that there's room room for rest. Like we have to, y'all. 
And I know that they can't do their best if they're not in that same place with me. So we're all trying to make sure that we're taking care of each other and that we're holding each other accountable for taking care of ourselves too. But my friend, uh, Melissa, my money mindset coach, she used the little phrase, new levels, new devils <laughs> with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love a, a rhyme, you know, <laughs> just it's just so... <laughs> It's like a TikTok sound, you know, it sits there and it's like that earworm that you get stuck in your head and you're like, oh, so good. So new levels, new devils is so important. And we have a really good episode that I think you would benefit from also listening to is the fear of success and having Mm -hmm. to like hold up all of these expectations that honestly, when I look back at it, if it didn't happen and I thought it was going to like, it didn't happen then. Like I decide what happens in this business. It can grow. It can sustain. It can be lower the next month. It can flow with me mm-hmm. and flow with like with revenue. It can flow with creativity. It can it can be different seasons, just like I'm in different seasons. It's totally fine. So one upping myself all the time is what I felt like I had to do. And girl, mm. that gets harder with higher numbers for sure. Let me tell you, you can't double every number like immediately. Ooh, it is hard. <laughs> but if you can learn these things when you have $1,000 versus when you have 10000 versus when you have 100000 versus when we have our millions and millions, we will be able to operate better with our millions because we learn these things with our thousands. And I'm like, let's be exactly. in that moment. Exactly. Well, I mean, I feel like this is just such a beautiful conversation and I'm obsessed with you, but I I feel like we need to leave it there and let these beautiful women that are listening, these beautiful humans, people listening know that take in the information we just shared with you and don't sleep on the mindset portion of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. The more that you dig deep, deep, deep down into your mindset, into your past traumas, into your wins, your losses, like anything you can think of. And if you just allow yourself to stay curious about your own mind and about the mind of others, honestly, being curious and adding a lot of comedy to things has really helped me personally (laughs) to feel super amazing. Um, And I guess the last thing just actually before we wrap up is that definitely love Elixir Media. And I have now opened WOW Media. So I feel like I need to like hire Christina and be like, hey, girl, what up? How do I even run a fucking media company? Because I can do really cool things and I put my mind to shit and it happens. But like, I'm sure there's shit I need to learn from her. Like a million things that I need to learn. (laughs) So... I kind of think of mine as like product-based businesses. It sounds like, and just correct me if I'm wrong, that yours is mostly online businesses and coaches mm-hmm. and that kind of realm. So maybe we can really actually kind of just play off of one another in a beautiful way, honestly, and send each other people and keep all the money in all the wallets of all the women. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Well, let's leave it at that then because I'm just so pumped and I feel like definitely follow Elixir Media, but Moneymakers, since you have all this extra money, where are you going to put it? You know you're going to put it in the wallets of women. So Christina, how can they put it into your wallet? How can they hire you? How can they work with you? How can they follow you? Like, Give them all the details. 
Yeah. So if we're looking for help with reels, then I mean, yeah, you can hire us either to help you, you know, via zoom and to create these reels ideas for you, write the copy, and then we edit in everything for you, or we, you can always fly us out <laughs> and we can have a ball and make them in person. And if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for strategy for marketing and you're wanting it to come from a place of fun and a place of pleasure, and you want to be excited and you want to create kind of this buffet that you get to choose from, then we have right now, we're actually about to launch our empowered strategy program. And it's all about, <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm so fucking excited. It's all about just learning the tools of like how to create long-term strategy for yourself because we need to, I think as women, lengthen our horizons and say, okay, we don't need a quick fix. We're in this for life. So I want to know how do I sustain this business in the long run? How do I plan around that? How do I make day-to-day posts and know that I'm, that I'm using like the right strategy? And that's what this is all about. It's all about strategy and you know, creating a strategy around the things that you love and light you the fuck up so that you actually want to do it, right? That's where we get consistency when we're lit the fuck up and we're excited to do something. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, I just love everything you just said. I'm like, (laughs) people are so concerned about consistency and I'm like, well, are you even enjoying it? If you're not enjoying it, of course you're not going to want to do this. (laughs) Yeah, that's my thing. Why the fuck are we doing this if we're not having fun? There are a lot of easier jobs out here, you know? Trust me, there are easier jobs than entrepreneurship. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So they can hire you for reels. They can hire you for strategy. Um, Is there any other avenues or maybe if you want to share your website or your social media? Yeah, we're on we're on Instagram. We live on the gram. We're also new to TikTok. Um, it's Elixir Media Co. And yeah, I think the last thing is we do quarterly retreats. So they're a blast. They're for people, like I said, who want to work on strategy and also fucking rest and also make real, you know, in in-person connections with other powerful women that have those same core values of just really enjoying the life that we work so hard for. Mm, I love that. So Morocco, there's one more spot. Do you have Q2 planned already where you're going to go? So I think we're going to do it. We've done one in Tulum in Mexico. So I think we're going to do another one there. It's just like a quicker flight. And I think I'm going to do a really intimate one in Bali. Oh my God. Okay. So listen, I think I might even be more excited about the Tulum one because everybody's going there. I'm like, uh, you guys, it's like all over my Instagram. Like I need to go to Tulum apparently. And I do love, love, love Mexico. And I love checking out new places there. And I would love to do that. So I might even be on that Tulum trip. Like, mm, or maybe both. Fuck it. Let's go. Thank you so very much, Christina. And thank you, Moneymakers, for listening. Moneymakers, go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.